up, everybody? Thank you for listening to another episode of Loud About Nothing. It's me, the fucking hottest dude in the podcast game, Sebastian Canelli. And as always, we got the fucking cute boy here himself. He may not be blood, but he is my nephew. Give it up for Robbie boy. Robbie, say what's up. What's up, Sebastian? Perfection. His shirt says perfection, it and it couldn't perfection. be more ironic. Okay. <laughs> hey, Sebastian, you want to do the pod? <laughs> Let me just grab. No, I'm excited to do this. <laughs> I'm excited about our guest. I'm excited to do this. I'm very excited. I, I, this, I mean, some people do comedy and they make a couple people laugh. Other people do comedy and they change the world. <laughs> they go, they're out in the game trying to change the world. And that's what this kid's trying to do. This kid literally cares about the world. <laughs> he cares about what's happening in the world, which is more than I could say for everyone else out there. You know what I'm saying? He has this amazing YouTube channel, Instagram Climate Town, where he talks about uh, in a comedic way what's happening to the world and how it's fucking falling apart. Um, you could also check him out fucking running around shooting billiards at Kamui Brand. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I really sloshed that one. Uh, give it up for Raleigh Williams. Raleigh, say what's up. Hi, thank you so much for having me on the podcast, Sebastian and Robbie. I'm so happy to be here. Oh, we are so happy to have you. I'm so you're I mean, I've known you. It's funny now. I've known you for eight years, nine years. Yeah, that sounds right. Ever since we had you be our coach in the basement of the Triple Crown. The days. Those the are days. the days. I was trying. Well, you would coach in the basement of the tri- which is a bar. So like people would be <laughs> at the bar and you'd be coaching. Yeah. Yeah, we during, like during the, bar the, activities, you'd be coaching improv on that. Well, the, the Triple Crown had this shitty like basement, like full of pipes and and like dusty and certainly diseases were down there. But they never locked the door and they kind of were just like, if you want to do a show down there, that's fine. But we would go at like noon because none, uh, none of us had jobs except for Sebastian had a job, which was to coach us to do improv. There was and we paid him job. like. Twenty dollars an hour, twenty dollars no. total or some shit. It was, it was something like twenty dollars total. It was <laughs> <I> ludicrous. Was <laughs> like, <laughs> it was ludicrous. It, it was well, you know what it was. I felt like you guys were like just as good as me, so I was just like, ah. I remember it was just like, okay, I'll charge them like ten dollars each or something like that. It was you and Sam. That's right, and Evan uh, Altshuler. Yes. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. And wow. and just to just to clear the record. When Sebastian says we were just as good as him, it's like when your older brother goes to play basketball with you and he's like, I'm just as good as all of you. And then he's like dunking over us the whole time. So Sebastian was an ace in the hole the whole time. (laughs) We were we all we tried. We like would meet up after the practice and be like, "Okay, all right. Next time we really got to we got to prove to Sebastian we know how to do this. Like we would go get salads and like, okay, we fucked up so hard in that practice and he's going to stop coaching us if we don't do better. I literally could have th- thought the more opposite. I was oh, living wow. in my parents' house, taking the bus. Literally, I remember it was the time where I would like count the money in my pocket to see uh, what food I could buy while I was waiting for the bus. That's where I was at in life. It was a beautiful Damn. time. It Damn. was a beautiful time. Yeah. Uh, no, even before that, I met you through Denver. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah, I, that's true, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Now I thought now and, yeah. and I could be wrong. I thought that I connected you to Denver. Is that pot? Is that right? Yeah, you weren't there. Yeah, you're right. So you're I right. must have. It must have been. There. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never okay. mind. Never mind. I was wrong. Uh, We're gonna have please. to issue so many retractions at the end of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> My God, Raleigh, I have a question for you. You show yeah. up. You show up wearing a dress shirt. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
what's the deal? What's the deal? No offense. <sighs> no, I, for sure. Because you're a dress shirt type of guy. I think so. Yeah. You know, I am. I am like a, a guy who tries to hack his own life sometimes. And so when I don't like, for instance, uh-huh. every morning at 9 a.m., I have a personal assistant who lives in the Philippines. Stop. And Stop. she she calls me and we just work for an hour and she just like we're on Zoom and she just watches me as I like set up my schedule in my day. And that's her whole job. And what I mean, you pay someone in the Philippines to watch you I on pay Zoom? someone in the Philippines $17 an hour to watch me for one hour a day on Zoom to make sure that I'm like doing I'm getting all the shit scheduled for my day every morning. They yell Monday at you? Thursday. No, she's really nice about it. But you could tell if I pissed her off, she would take me to church. You could really tell. <laughs> take me to church. Yeah. Yes, of course. Yeah. So wow. that's and and in the same way, like I I felt a little groggy today, uh-huh. and so I thought I want to. This is my favorite podcast that I listen to. I have a podcast, uh-huh. and this is my favorite podcast. Wow! Imagine that, listeners. Wow. I I look. If you're a listener out there, we're, we're the same. I listened to every fucking episode of Loud About Nothing from the from episode one about coffee. From episode, oh, the coffee yeah. episode. Oh, God. Back, <laughs> back when the conceit of the podcast was they would bring someone on to get loud about something. And that was the whole <laughs> shtick. Like, that's the name of the podcast. But that's yes. no longer a thing. Now it's just Interview City. Yes. This, that's, yes. I mean, what thank do you, God. Do, do, are you, what's, your, what's been your road as a fan? Uh, well, you had me. You had me from day one. So, okay. Okay. But I think... Okay, and and just and just to clarify, I put on a nice shirt because I wanted to kind of trick my brain into thinking I was okay. I'm like I'm I'm lively sure. and spry, and yeah, so that's why I, yeah, that's yeah. why the nice shirt. Also, this is a podcast, not a visual medium. People no. who are listening to this can't hear that, but just just no. I'm not good at podcasts, so it's amazing. No, that you're that's <laughs> okay. So my, it's my Sebastian every five episodes bring up brings up what's behind him. So I love it. Which I'm it sure is what you it know. is. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so my journey as a fan, I think I dropped in on episode one, maybe I maybe I was like in, in a later episode when it was just the two of you. Mm-hmm. And I was just charmed as hell by the way you guys kind of, you know, Sebastian's got this kind of older brother energy and Robbie's like all shy. But when he says stuff, it's really like pretty profound and smart. Profound. Yeah. Profound. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Right. Oh boy, we got issues already. Okay. Profound. Okay. Okay. What? Right. Can you name? I'm down here speaking allegories. I'm a Zen sure. Buddha, and and you're saying that he's profound. I expect Zen Buddha from you, though, Sebastian. I, but I. That's the thing. Like he's a sleeper cell. Like we're like Sebastian. You're the leading man. You come in here. You're like. Always. You're you're, you're day you got, one, you got charisma, you know, yes. you're like you're like firing off jokes and laughing that crazy laugh you have that everybody loves. Uh-huh. And yeah. and then every especially when you have a guest, it's like you and your guest. And then every uh-huh. once in a while, Robbie will just be like, hey, you know, um, <laughs> it, yeah, uh, sometimes I just wonder if everything everyone is the same person, you know. And then and then he won't say another thing for 20 minutes. And it's like, what the fuck is Robbie thinking? What's going on over there? So I that's mean, he, kind of a nice dynamic. He thinks a lot. I, I, no one knows this. After the episode, when we listen to the episode back, he'll pause the episode and he'll tell me his thought process for what, what he wanted to say in those moments or Sometimes, why yeah. he said something. He'll go I let over you the take whole the lead, episode. though. I, let you, I don't want to cut off people too much. Robbie, so I like to let you take the lead. 
I'll cut you off any day of the week. Uh, it is what it is, Robbie. Yeah. <laughs> I, I Ali, do, yeah. Your impression of Robbie was incredible, by the way. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's it sort of like a, a, a Matthew McConaughey who's got COVID or something. <laughs> uh, it's I low energy. Negative test. Yeah, it's very low. Well, sometimes, and that's the other thing, like, Every once in a while, one of you two will be in a weird mood and it'll be a, yeah. like a, it's like a holiday special episode. You know, it's like the Halloween <laughs> episode where Sebastian yeah. is feeling spooky tonight, you know? Yes, yes 100%. Usually I, like I, I feel, Raleigh, you don't know. Sometimes I have to drink a diet soda before just to feel okay inside. In fact, you have said that hundreds of times on the podcast, so I did <laughs> know that, but, <laughs> but I appreciate that. <laughs> Interesting. I'm, I'm I, working. I got three drinks over here. I got a coffee, oof. a seltzer water, a backup. I'm like, I'm, I'm, you know, liquid you, in my veins. You know what? You're a sick fuck though, Raleigh. Don't you dare. Because I know that you're one of these people that eat Soylent. No, you eat, never. What are you talking about, bro? I've heard what are about you, you talking about. I've heard about you. You're one of these people that will just eat for eat for fuel, not for pleasure. Oh, yeah. Well, so, yeah, sometimes like I need to rifle down a plate of eggs because I'm running out the door. But that's not true. That's it is. I heard it's even worse than that. I'm sure. I, I mean, Who now, did you hear this from? can James. we just do a quick pause on the normal? Uh, now, now, are we being serious? Because that's I've never had Soylent. Ever. Really? Well, Ever. James, James was telling me that, that James heard, Clark, okay. James Clark, there him and I, another big fella, we, him and I uh, lamented about how much we like food. And he goes, thank God Raleigh's not here. He wouldn't want to eat any of this shit. The kid only eats for fucking uh, for nutrients. <laughs> well, OK, so there was one time when I'm, this is not about Soylent, but James and I were on LSD walking around Denver and he wanted to get a whole pizza each. And I was like, I'm, I can't. <laughs> I, I don't have it in me. Like right, it. I'm from that day forward, Raleigh only eats for nutrients because you didn't want a pizza. Well, no, like I just remember him being like, you don't want to eat a whole pizza. Then you only eat. Yeah. Yeah. You only eat for sustenance. And I'm like, man, I feel like I have to walk under like duck when I'm going under like power lines and stuff. I have no idea the sizes of anything. I don't want a whole pizza. I, that's probably bigger than I am. Oh, my God. It was So that's I think that's what. And actually, I'm glad you bring that up because this is going to dovetail right back into the question about what has been my journey as a fan. Uh-huh. Robbie and me have a lot of similar like past interests. Boy Scouts, okay. uh, swimming. We're both swimmers. Oh, shit. Yeah. And that's kind of it. But uh, Sebastian that and my... that uh, follow the, the yeah. pattern of Names R-O, with an R-O, double letters. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if you just chopped off the little bubbles at the bottom of your bees, man, that's you'd be rolling. Yeah. Wow. And that's one of the brilliant lines that Robbie brings to the podcast. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Well, it's not all gold, you know? <laughs> no. But no, it's no. sometimes it's good. And, and then I'm also, like, yeah, you're I'm, like James. I'm like James. Yeah. And James, and, 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 I, James yeah, and I, when we were hanging out together, I mean, I could see the two of us end up dead in a year if, if it was just the two of us left to our own devices. A year. Yeah. Try a week, man. <laughs> You guys would, yeah. You guys are like, like a, you know, a death spiral of ants, where like a no. group of ants will be marching somewhere, and then one will catch this trail of one uh, of the back ants, and then they'll all just spiral out until all of them die. What? That's a real thing. It's called the death spiral, and oh I think it's been God. co-opted by business narratives, but it's a real thing that happens to ants. They just like accidentally they're following a train of each other's pheromones, and then they'll accidentally loop back on each other. And then they'll die. They'll spin out and die. 
And that would be you and James if you guys were left to your own device. Yes, yes, 100%. We're yeah. people that uh, love the fruits of the earth, we'll say. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Riley, yeah. what do you think about pheromones? Oh, I, think, I think they're... I, I'm big on pheromones. I'm not okay. on like dating apps. I've said that, but I do think there's a lot that like happens in real life with somebody and the pheromones are important. Yeah, I think that's true. I think it's so case specific that like this idea that maybe we could find some chemical mixture and bottle it and then like spray it on ourselves and like people would clang into us like a magnet. Oh like, no, I think I'm not thinking not in that thing. way. Yeah, yeah, Okay, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, I think certainly like, the way someone smells will be an important factor in whether you, I one time dated a girl who smelled a lot like hay. And I remember that was like, I was like, this can't, we can't do this. Like, hey, like, like a barn hay. Yeah. Interesting. And it was, I I knew then I was like, this is not going to work because you smell like hay. You know, I used to make out with this girl in college and she tastes like sausage. (laughs) Did you like that? Was it? Yeah. Was that a positive? <laughs> yeah, I'm never going to answer that question. Okay. <laughs> that one is up for interpretation. You know what I'm saying? But okay. is pheromones like a uh, subconscious thing, too? Like, is it all just, oh, they smell like sausage or is it because like these ants, they committed what murder suicide essentially yeah. just because of pheromones. So, yeah. Do, do humans have that capacity, too? I, I mean, not in the same way. You know, I think like there's a lot of animals that pheromones are a major driving force in their lives. Like okay. there's a certain spider that like if a lady spider is within 30 miles of it, it can smell the lady spider and like it will, will, will stop what it's like, you know, playing the drums and it smells it and it'll like immediately leave and to go find the lady spider. So scientific until we start calling them lady spiders. <laughs> well, and also a spider <laughs> playing the drums. Yeah, I just yeah, figure yeah. a spider would be good at that because it's got so many arms, you know? A hundred percent. But, but yeah, so I think like when yeah. you're, when your executive functioning is as low as a, as a ma- male spider, I think probably pheromones play a much larger role, but you Robbie, that the poet laureate of the podcast <laughs> i think pheromones maybe are lower on the tier of your uh yeah hierarchy. he does he doesn't have good pheromones i'd be coming over his house and and i see the doors open all the way and he's he's waving one of those uh febreze things in the air because he's owned i comments a couple times no oh, that's man. not true yes the kid doesn't shower after the gym that's it's true. That, it looks like you're right next to a shower right now. Or that's that just a window, Robbie? No, that's a window. That's a window. <laughs> okay. yeah. yeah, he does it in the bathroom. He <laughs> so, he I like the acoustics, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, he never, he's on the bowl the whole time. No one knows this. Robbie is shitting the entire time that's... he's on the podcast. Robbie, are you? No. Robbie, are, don't lie to the fucking he, people. Are you shitting the whole time? I'm are on you on? shitting, Robbie? Uh, uh, yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. <laughs> You know I got a crush on the Duncan lady. I do. Know really? That. We haven't talked about it on the pod, but I definitely have what? a hard crush on the Duncan lady. You gotta, you gotta act on that, Sebastian. Come on. I don't know if it's just where she works or who she is. That's the thing. I don't know if I see if I would see her outside of Duncan if I would still have a crush. Hmm. Okay. Well, that's. I mean, if you if you guys started dating, she wouldn't quit Duncan, right? She better not. That's half the reason. <laughs> It could be a good uh, a good little story for the podcast if you shoot your shot and then crash and burn or not or not. I fall in love with people based on where they work, like the fucking sweet green lady. She was my queen for a while. Now I got the Duncan. I told the Duncan lady I like her nails the other day. Remember, Robbie? I know he was going to hit on her. 
No, I wasn't going to hit on her. And then I, I took the camera out. He goes, he's like, oh, she looks good today. No. I'm going to tell her. I'm going to tell her she looks good today. <laughs> no, I was And then I took my camera her. out. I was never going to tell her. And then I have my camera like on the low. And then yeah. he goes, he just gets him. He goes, oh, I, I like, I like your nails. And then he tries to what? <laughs> no, I, and I was like, oh, he he was camera shy. He didn't. I had to crack it up. I had to crack it up. Admit that. I guess. What do you mean you guess? I mean, it's I, on camera. Yeah. <laughs> what I have on camera, she's not laughing. Oh, she's dang. not laughing at all. No, no. I had a cracking up the other day when I was uh, joking about how you're DMing the girl I was talking to. You told her that? She heard us talking. She oh, heard me yelling she heard at us you. talking. Oh, 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 oh. She heard me yelling at you because because I was talking to some girl and Robbie fucking DMs her. No, no, no. She DM me. <laughs> no, oh, she I didn't did? seek her out. She DM'd you? Yes. Wow, Raleigh, can you believe this? A man can't. I, I can't have nothing good in life. You know what I'm saying? Does is this person DMing you because they listen to the podcast? Yes, yes. Interesting. So they're DMing both of the hosts of the podcast. Correct. That Correct. sounds fine. What's wrong with that? Nothing. Sebastian is just <laughs> dramatic. I'm dramatic. <laughs> I'm very dramatic. I I've met her before. It wasn't. It wasn't yeah, a yeah, big yeah. deal. No, no, no. But then I was busting his balls about it. That's nice. And then, oh, and then, then she overheard that, and you're like, "Can you believe this guy?" And yes. now she's your, she's on your side immediately. A hundred percent. Oh, that's a that's a smooth little move there. A hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, she's great. But also, I also, it's not. I'm only kidding. I don't actually have a crush on this Duncan lady. You know what I mean? It's more fun to talk about. Yeah. You and definitely it's... have a crush on this Duncan lady. What are you <laughs> trying to cover his ass for the girl he's DMing? No, Anyways, no, 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 no. I do think. I do think though that what somebody does <laughs> can be like considered like that is part of their attraction, like what they're passionate about, especially if it's like a job that they have a lot of passion towards that you are like, oh, that's cool. I think what somebody decides to do with their life, it should be considered not that. Yeah. So this Duncan lady, I don't know. Don't I think you dare. what somebody's job can be played into there. What you find attractive. Just Raleigh, like what made you what made you want to go back to school? Because you went back to school late in life. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't mean to sound like that. That sounded so. No, I am really forty nine. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I gotta pick up my kids from high school later on today. It's just because <laughs> now my all adult of son is keeps asking me for money. Yeah. He does. <laughs> oh my god. No, yeah, because you were must have been like in your late twenties at least when you. Yeah, right? yeah. I think I was even thirty one when I. Yeah, so that was this was two years ago. I'm 33 now, which is the age that Jesus Christ of Nazareth was when he died. You don't so. have to tell me. Glory to God in the highest. Okay. Wow. Uh, you, I fucking cantered masses. Uh, it is what it is. Um, so, so anyway, yeah. yeah so I go back. The reason I went back, I was doing uh, I was doing a comedy show at Caveat Theater, and it was the the premise of the show. Actually, do you remember the old annoyance theater in Brooklyn, like in that murder basement? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I would, I wonder who would win in a fight, the basement of the Triple Crown or the basement of the annoyance? Because it's both like grungy, yeah. Um, it was, it was more, um, it was a little bigger and it felt like it had a little more power. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like earthy. Stone yeah. walls. Yeah, that was important. One was so a I, gun and one. Uh, the, the Triple Crown was a rusty knife. You know what I yeah. mean? You cut it, you'll get tetanus. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, yeah. it'll kill you, but it'll take two years. Slow, okay. yeah. Yes. You won't know exactly when you got, you, you died from it, yeah. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, no, that's right. Yeah, the, the annoyance would, they'd shoot you in the front. You would hate yes. them. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. So I was doing this show where I, the annoyance needed shows. Like they were, they, they had a couple openings and I pitched this show about like, what if I was Al Gore, but I was high on ketamine, sorry. Oh, ketamine. I was high oh on ketamine the whole time. And oh I was like God. doing Have you done a ketamine. No, I haven't done ketamine. Have you done Have ketamine? You... What was that? I mean, sorry. What <laughs> no, was I, that? I, I, nothing, nothing, <laughs> I have nothing. never done ketamine. Neither. I, I cats out the bag. Okay. I have. Okay. I have. I've done it a couple times. It was what it was. It was, I've done it a few times, more than a couple. Um, okay. okay. I deal ketamine. I currently do fine. I currently deal ketamine. <laughs> Call the podcast. I can't you up. You ask me. Yeah. You, you're the one who sells me kite. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's for uh, my depression. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm depressed because I do ketamine. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I pitched this show about like Al Gore kind of being like, I fucking called it. Y'all, you know, like that was yeah. the premise of the show and that he would do ketamine. He like, he's now a drug addict and a swinger. I was like, that's kind of the annoyance vibe. You got to do like a bunch of weird. Yes. I mean, you don't have to. Those guys are so fucking funny, but I was trying to fit in with the, with the, with the cool crowds. So I was doing a sure. wacky show. Sure. And then that same, that same show of like Al Gore kind of riffing about climate change and his life morphed into a talk show featuring Al Gore that got picked up by caveat theater. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the, the whole premise of that show was that like I played Al Gore and then I would bring on comedians from, you know, like UCB and some like, you know, Bowen Yang was on the first episode from SNL. It was like, it was like cool comedians that I was really lucky to get basically. Yeah. Sebastian was on at least one show. Yeah, I, I definitely did the show. Yeah, that's right. Um, it's and a so great you, show. And the, you do like great monologue jokes at the top. You, you, you actually like pick a topic and you teach the audience a little something about like climate change and stuff like that. Yeah, great. that and so like that was the and then I would have a, a, a like a real climate scientist on the show to yes. do an interview and I would try to be like a real, you know, like try to try to be funny and then they would be serious about it and we'd kind of meet in the middle. Uh-huh. And then after about a year of doing that show, it just became so clear, like I, I'd be like reading and talking to climate scientists to try to get more comedy material for the show. Yeah. And then it was just like everything I read every single scientist and journalist and expert was like, it is so much worse than you think it is. It is, this is a huge problem. No one is focusing on this. There's no political will behind fixing climate change. And so I was like, well, what the fuck else am I doing? You know, like I'm doing this comedy show. I might as well just kind of pivot and go back and like get a degree in climate science and policy so that I can do, do a better at communicating this and like have that be my career unbelievable i've never done a comedy show and been like hey i should pivot and go to columbia and learn <laughs> about uh, learn about something for two years this I'm, i mean raleigh the way that you casually said i pivoted and went to an ivy league school is cavalierly like that it's uh, truly tremendous i mean look i am now seventy thousand dollars in debt to columbia <laughs> so <laughs> so that was it was a pretty expensive fucking pivot Yes. And like, honestly, like comedy is not a particularly lucrative career if you're no. not like, you know, a, for a, a few Chris people. Farley. Yeah, for a few people. For and few Sebastian, people. I'm I'm the, one of the reasons why I came on this podcast was because I'm betting heavy on Sebastian going all the way, wow. making it to the top. Wow. I and love I'm, that, Raleigh. Thank but, you. So is fucking Robbie boy. Yeah. <laughs> Robbie boy Robbie's tells like, me all the time. 
waking up all groggy like oh man i gotta gotta jump on sebastian's coattails here ride him all the way to the very no, tip not even that I'm not even like, that i'm just like one of us pretends like you're gonna be famous one day <laughs> that's what he tells me all the time <laughs> but i mean i pretend to i pretend i robbie i pretend right yeah sometimes i think that uh yeah it's nice that robbie believes in me <laughs> i think so yeah, no, I think I mean, look, I, I part of why I like this podcast so much is that you guys like have a fun little like Robbie's like, we're, we're going to be great. You know, when when Robbie's high energy, he's like, oh, we're just going to go a little bit of this. And I love that. I'm generally a high energy person. You, you often are. Yeah, I am high. Like in real life, I'm pretty high energy in real life. My friends would not call me low energy by any no. stretch of the imagination. In real life, we're reverse. I'm kind of low energy in real life. Wouldn't you say, Robbie? No. <laughs> no, I, I skate under the radar, bro. If you don't even know I'm there. Be. What are you if talking about? Sebastian's like, I'm a, I'm a goddamn ghost in real yeah. life. No one That's... has ever noticed me when I wasn't on a microphone. I'm a cool, sly cat, okay? <laughs> a, little, a little kitty cat walking around. You don't even hear me. I'm just purring around. He's loud and funny in real life, too. No. Maybe don't it's dare. just not 100% of the time. On the podcast, 100% of the time, he's loud and funny. Whereas no. in real life, maybe it's 70%. Yeah. yeah. Eight hours of the day. He's just sleeping, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still loud when I sleep. Sometimes. Yeah. Just, I'd be ready. Yeah, you're a horrible I, case of sleep apnea. I, I got walking apnea. Oh, really? <laughs> no, I don't. No, I don't. <laughs> no, but I did. Have I ever told the one time when I farted so loud on a family vacation, I woke my whole family up? <laughs> we're all, we were all, we were going to Disney. We were driving down. We we're right by south of the border. You know, the, the fucking. Oh, you have told this. We can tell yeah. it again. Oh, God. It was amazing. It was me and my. It was back when my family would sleep in one room. So my parents in one bed, my sisters in another bed, and I was at a cot on the bottom, uh, like in like a Best Western. And I woke up and I farted so loud that I woke up to other people making like reacting to my farts. And it was the first time I ever woke up laughing. And me and my entire family instantly all started laughing because I farted so loud. I woke the entire family up. And man, Disney World, you know, you could have all those rides. But man, nothing brought us closer than that fart on the way down. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> wow. You guys are at the top of like the Tower of Terror and you're like, yeah, this is cool. But do you remember when all of us were asleep and then Sebastian farted? <laughs> that was a thrill ride. Riley, one time I farted in college so bad that me and my friends had to go inside. <laughs> I swear to God, we were playing basketball. I farted so bad outside in our like our little, little area where we play basketball. We all had to go inside because the outside was too tainted. I you want to talk so about climate change? Yeah, you're 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 on the supply side of climate change, man. I'm I'm a problem. I'm yeah. one of the problems. You know what I'm saying? I'm sorry, bro. I, I know it's me and big business. You know, those are the two people that are really fucking up the climate. I agree. Yeah. If yeah, if, if you could just get just put a lid on it, we could really bring this whole thing to a, a coast this into the station. You know, I'm trying. I'm eating gas sex by the minute, bro. OK, <laughs> I, mean, I hope the Duncan lady doesn't listen to this episode. Dude, if she does, she might she might reach out to be like, hey, you you shouldn't hit on me because I'm hitting on both you and Robbie at the same time. And I know that's not cool with you. I love that. Uh, it's not cool with me. Uh, it is what it is. Um, so you go to so you're at grad school. You're going to grad school. That's right. I uh, went to grad school. I uh, graduated. Beautiful. Um, you got good grades, Raleigh? Yeah, real good grades phenomenal i it felt good man i think well the thing about grad school is like it's 
the graduate teachers don't want to fail anybody. It's not undergrad, right? Like kind of kids are forced to go to undergrad a lot. And like people are phoning in and everyone's getting like shit face on the weekends and, and during the week. But in grad school, it's a little bit more like, okay, these people have self-selected, they've opted in and they're paying the university like to pass them. So I think as long as you do the work, like, like they're, they're, they're more invested in you not failing in grad uh, school, I think. Interesting. Like the, the people are there more to like mentor you to like, be like, come on, we could do this. this yeah. Is what your future might be. Yeah. And like everybody is, is there because they really, really want to be there. So yeah. it's kind of a, the, the group itself. Although I did fucking smoke a bunch of tests in grad school and I felt really smart about it. Like a lot of my, my cohort was, uh, like in their mid twenties, I think Robbie was mentioning, like people are just going to grad school straight out of undergrad now. Yeah. Yeah. And so they were, you know, like they all moved from, you know, Seattle and Canada and and China to New York Uh to take this program. And I just like took a train, Yeah, you know? So I kind of knew the city a little better and I'm, you know, was 31 at the time. And I just, you know, I'm, I don't know a 21 year old that I can't, beat on a standardized test like i've had 10 more years of just like walking around experience come Interesting. on i would say most 21 year olds could beat me at a standardized test. <laughs> no didn't you go I'm to like s- a engineering high school or something yeah 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 but i feel like d- i think 21 year old sebastian could beat 30 31 year old sebastian well 21 year old sebastian on special k just like <laughs> let's see that test man <laughs> i used to oh my god i used to smoke so much weed to study are that's the plot of how high man (laughs) no and then ben franklin would show up at the end and he would be like this was actually a bong oh my god that really is i can't believe how much i like the movie how high yeah um (laughs) never listened to a single doris song have watched the movie how high seven times i've seen met the man and red man many times and they oh from literally 15 years ago they were promising how high too in concert they would promise it at the end of their concert, be like, who out there likes the movie How High? And everyone would cheer and they go, we got something in the works, How High 2. And then How High 2 comes out, it's with Lil Yachty. It's like, wait, what happens? Is it really out? Yeah, How High oh. 2 was out. It was very bad. I watched it Um, and it was with Lil Yachty, uh, not Method Man or Red Man. Damn. So when you go to grad school. Yeah. Do you feel like the cool kid because you're older and you know, well, you know the city, like you could show people around? Yeah, I mean, it's also like being the, the cool. But yeah, but <laughs> I know, I, but I want to. <laughs> he said he could smoke him on tests. Yeah, that's but true. Like, were you I actually took a going train? Out yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. It was a little bit like being the coolest kid in the state of Wyoming. You know, it's like the. It's yeah. not. I'm not taking on any like rappers. You know, like these are all. Oh, so you're not really there to be cool. Yeah, yeah, that's true too. You Although, like to- in. <laughs> In a Why way, you I go, sort you of go was. To grad school. Oh, you were? I was like, try- well, I was trying to like get accredited and get some credentials and learn a bunch of shit so that I could like do comedy about it. And I think that I like, I, I think that it's, if you're like kind of a, if you're saying it in a fun, kind of engaging, you know, cool adjacent way, mm-hmm. that's more compelling. And so like in, yeah, in, a, yeah, in, a, yeah. in a very loose way, I was trying to be, cooler by going to grad school i guess but not in the social dynamics correct, of the people correct. at columbia yeah, yeah you want to be yeah. cool to the world right which i do think i like your videos are great oh thank you yeah and i think you like 
I think a lot of times people are trying to fit certain things in 30 seconds or like 45 seconds. And these issues are a little bit more complex and there's a way to make them funny and complex, but you, I like the longer format. Thanks, um, man. Yeah. It's they, I mean, some are like way too long for yeah. real. Like some are like 20 minutes long and, and close friends of mine are like, Hey man, I didn't watch it. I didn't watch the whole thing. Like, yeah. I'm like, I, it, and I get it. I it's but it's people fine. do what will watch the whole. Yeah, thing. some people do. Yes. Some losers will. Yeah, no. of course. <laughs> well, oh, we that... call everybody that listens to the podcast hot. You can't be calling your. You can't. Be... I'm going the other video. way. You have I'm way more other people that subscribe to you than we do. <laughs> if there's one thing that people could do, like me, what's one thing I yeah. could change about myself today? As I grab my plastic cup and with the plastic straw, sip. That's. Sip. That's, I mean, that's a great question and setup, Sebastian. I feel like I should be, I should have told you to ask me that before this podcast started because that's so perfectly worded. Thank you. Woo! Yeah. I Robbie, you lost the mantle. Now Sebastian is the poet laureate of Gosh. Loud About Nothing. Yeah. All right. Let's see your answer. I think you're about to find one. Um, I, I think you're about to be like, well, Sebastian. Yeah, you yeah. fucking idiot. No, it's, um, it's that method where you compliment before you tear them apart. You right. know what I'm saying? And then, and like, then if there's time, I put you back together. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, no. So the so one thing that I think is important, and, you, and I don't know if you guys caught this particular video, but you uh, know, like the concept of the carbon footprint. Yes. This is this is a concept that was created by an oil company. Okay. So like what, what that does psychologically is that is a way to individualize the problem and make you turn inward and ask questions like, what can I do? Mm-hmm. What, what habit in my own life is the thing that's causing climate change and how can I stop that? And by asking that question, you are fighting a losing battle immediately. Because there's no way for you, Sebastian, yeah, actually, for, actually not Sebastian, because uh, you, no. we d- established that your methane output is like 40% of the Eastern yeah, Seaboard. Yeah. So Robbie, there's no way for yes. you, Robbie, to individually adjust or, you know, change yeah. anything on a, on, a, on a thing that you do because you are such a tiny little drop in the ocean of carbon dioxide emissions or greenhouse gas equivalent emissions. So the what, but that doesn't mean that you're powerless because there's two kind of big things. Number one is you can like read up on this shit and learn as much as you can and have conversations with people about this. But what and is number, reading going to do? I, I, a great I, question. I, no, that's great. That's also a great question. And number two is you can use whatever platform you have available to you to normalize uh, establishing political will against huge corporations yeah. having free reign to emit uh, greenhouse gases. So like I, it, it, it and it kind of doesn't, I don't know, like that's the vibe of this podcast is a little sure. looser and more fun, Yeah. but like, no, go do the it, only do thing it, that you can do is to get everybody like raise all the boats at the same time. You got to like, we, we, you know, at, at some point we need to be able to talk to each other about this and have it not be like, this fucking guy wants to talk about climate change. You know, like you walk into a party and someone's like, well, you know, um, uh, the Maldives are sinking into the ocean. It's like, I'm turning around and walking right away from that fucking guy. Cause it's like, yeah. I'm here for a party. I don't want to hear this shit. Sure. And so like, we need to, but now like you can kind of 
you can talk about other heavy subjects because that's kind of the nature of the world. And I think like we just need to allow climate change to be talked about, but it's complicated and difficult to like internalize. So you got to like learn about it. And then that'll also give you information to talk to other people about. So like talking about it, conversing about it, and then also calling your reps and calling the reps of other states that might be moved on this. That's those are the two kind of things you can do, I think. Yeah organize a little bit yes. yeah try to grow yeah. political power i knew that that was the answer i, I, I knew, knew that you were gonna be the like time. <laughs> the poetry of the question <laughs> i was like all right i just i just had to i mean i have to ask if i know that it's like what's the it's like so much more percentages like is uh all these companies what they put out yeah something like 100 companies have put out 70 plus percent of all of the greenhouse gases in the air yeah you know like and, and i and you're not fucking bp you know you're not like exxon mobile okay, wait are you get, let me get ahead of this the oil spill was my fault okay <laughs> oh, i know what how did that happen how did you do that me and my boys were getting loose on the barge oh okay? my God. <laughs> we were getting loose on the barge we were doing keg stands one of us knocked the hose out and the whole spill happened okay the whole you it was your only job was to make sure that hose didn't get knocked out man yeah, you know what it is? We all have a hard day, you know, and I accidentally hurt the ocean. What's with the world? What's with the ocean on fire? Yeah, so that is that's a either an oil or a gas pipeline. The ocean technically isn't on fire, right? The ocean is water, but yes, of course. But you you know, like uh, a f I mean, look, we don't have to guess about this. Like last weekend, we're all taking flaming shots all the time, right? <laughs> yes. And so that's just like alcohol on the top burning on a on a non burnable liquid below. It's the same kind of thing, although it's yeah. internal. So there's enough oxygen inside of that to wow. spark, and then. Once that's on fire, it, it creates, it expands. So it creates a little air pocket and then more and more gas or, or oil from the leak just gets forced into that and, and incinerated. Jesus. Do you think so that is an oil thing? That was like, that was Mexico's nationalized oil. A lot of companies have like nationalized oil, like Saudi Aramco and Russia and Mexico. America has like privatized oil companies. So yeah. that was Mexico, just the country of Mexico fucking up. Wow. Yeah. Do you think that? We should be scared. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, Raleigh. Well, that's the thing. Like, it's like I was expecting like no. I think that this. I was ex not just a such a blunt. Yeah. And no, you, it's bad. What do you mean? What's gonna happen, bro? Well, like hundreds of people literally died in Oregon last week for, from from a heat wave. Oh. Like these yeah. are. That's the thing. So like the big for me the big way to think about this is risk is fuck man this is a heavy no thing raleigh, for loud about it. nothing okay Ra all right. raleigh do it okay uh, i'll do like a bit a bit that explains this i think it's pretty good okay, okay. so you remember yeah. fucking you remember when barry bonds was hitting 30 home runs a year yoked and then he's like 30 home runs a year 40 home runs a year and this is a pretty beefy dude and then he leaves for a year and he comes back and he looks like two horses yes. stuffed into a turtleneck Yes. This motherfucker has muscles on his muscles, man. We love steroids on this podcast. He I juiced. have his jersey right behind me. Oh, I say, yeah. I say Robbie can't wear it because he can't fill it out enough. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, you just got to do a cycle, Robbie. Come on. Yeah. We're, we're trying to get Robbie on a trend, okay? He's got the vaccine. <laughs> now we're trying to get him some trend, okay? Um, what was so what he do comes you call back, it? he's hitting 70. So he comes back, he's yeah. huge. He's, he's yeah, he's yoked. huge. He's yoked yes. out of his mind, right? And he hits 70 home runs in one. Is it 70 or 71? It was 73, like some, I think. 73, holy shit. Record. My God. So like, okay, so this motherfucker takes steroids and hits a bunch of home runs. 
Now, on January 2nd, or sorry, June 2nd, in his home run run, he hit two home runs. Yeah. Now, which one was from the steroids and which one was from him just naturally hitting 30 or 40 home runs before the steroids? Sure. It's impossible to say. You can't tell. But if you fucking look at the man and his home run record, steroids obviously helped this motherfucker hit balls yeah, yeah. into the fucking ocean. Yes. Yes. So like, that's what's happening here. We're just like juicing the atmosphere, juicing the oh, weather. And the that climate. is a good analogy. Yeah. That's Thank great. You. That's really and, good. Raleigh. And so you went to uh, Ivy league school to, right. to learn yeah. that. Analogy. Yeah. Can I have $70,000 for that analogy? <laughs> wow. That's incredible. And so there would be natural climate change happening, but where as a, as a world where, on steroids with that shit. That's right. Yeah. Like, like, look, wet weather is going to happen all the time, right? Like there's hurricanes, there's forest fires, like forest fires are often caused by lightning strikes and downed power lines and that kind of thing. Right. They're natural in Alaska to happen every year. The the forest burns down. Yeah. And like, and to some degree by uh, humans building their houses right on the edge of what's called the WUI or the wildlife urban interface, we are preventing forest fires from happening by like, if a fire starts, you fucking, oh no, Nancy just called the fire department and every jacked dude in Alaska just jumped into a truck and put that uh-huh. fire out. So yeah. it's like creating a, a like a more dry forest that needs to burn. So yeah. like we are doing shit that is not helping it. Yes. But the fact that we are drying out Alaska is creating a worse environment for a forest fire. And then forest fires will randomly happen all over Alaska and then burn that motherfucker to the ground. Wow. So like a lot of this shit is natural, but, but the, what we have done to the climate is making it out of control. You know, like there was never, like we, we broke like five heat records in the Pacific Northwest in five days. You know, these are like, this is a wild occurrence that would never happen if we hadn't juiced the atmosphere. And so it's just basically like Barry Bonds in heaven. It's just like pummeling yes. down onto Seattle and and, and uh, Portland. Fuck. Do you think that the world is going to end? No, 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 no. Okay. So you just think a lot of people are going to die? Well, okay. So yeah. What like- are you laughing at, Robbie? What are you laughing at? I think that's a fine question. Do you with think the, way the world is going to end? I mean, Robbie. In the next 50 years, it's just. No, I just meant, do you think that we're on a path to complete destruction of the world and that we won't exist? No, not at all. Okay, not at all. I know, but I think it's, it's, it would honestly be better if that was the case. Stop. If, no, no, no. <laughs> I, this is for real. Well, okay. So, like, if, if it was clear that the world was going to get destroyed, like if there was an at, an, uh, fucking asteroid, right? If it was Armageddon. Armageddon? Armageddon. What was the yeah, one yeah. where they like? Armageddon is for the fun people. Deep Impact is for the more emo type. Got um, it. So you, <laughs> Thank you, you. You choose. One is the Venge Sevenfold. The other is Panic at the Disco. Yes. Okay. Yes. Armageddon is Panic <laughs> at the Disco. I chime in with haven't, <laughs> haven't you people, people ever heard of? <laughs> Stopping surprisingly, the comment. Yeah. <laughs> surprisingly on the playlist at the Retro on Staten Island. Oh, really? Yes. Love wow. It. Love it. Love it. And the music video so, plays on the TV. Yes. Actually, it's wow. incredible. It's incredible. Surprisingly. That's amazing. So, yeah. So, like, I mean, it, we might be if if it was that kind of problem. Hey, if we don't address this, yeah. everyone equally is dead. Then that would cause everyone to address it. 
Yeah. But because it's a problem that like, you know, like this is, I mean, what, what is, what are we doing? Uh, pod save America over here. Yeah. But, <laughs> I mean, but like, you know, over half of America cannot weather a $1,000 problem, you know, yeah. like over half of America doesn't have the money to prevent, you know, to like fix a car if their car breaks down. Yeah. And so like climate change is going to sweep through every country in the world and it's going to hurt people, but rich people who pull the strings of government yeah. will be able to deal with it. And so they don't really, it's not really a problem for rich people. So it's a class issue at the end of the day. Yeah. So, so, and that's why it would actually be better if there was some kind of evil villain who like stole all the nukes and was just like snidely whiplash in it. And he was just like, no, oh. oh, I'll kill the whole world if we don't decarbonize. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, you know, obviously he was American. <laughs> That's the whole thing. Um, yeah, but like, so that would actually work. But the, where we are now, where it's like the people who are least able to, to weather the storm are going to have the storm hit them in the teeth the hardest. Like, that's why the world's not going to end for America. Yeah, yeah. But the world, as a lot of people yes. know, it will end, you know. And it yeah. already has, you know, every day, like a Fuck. new element. Of, yeah, it's fucked up. It's fucked up. And there's certain countries that are just getting so unlivable. Yeah. Yeah, it's man. Sad. Like, the, like the, literally the country of the Maldives is, is losing. It's, it's a, a series of islands and it's losing land. Yeah. Every Joe year. talking about it at the party. Oh, nobody wants to. Oh, he went to grad school about climate change. Now he's talking about it every party. But like three years ago. If you went to grad school at Columbia for epidemiology and you're like, we're not really prepared for a pandemic. Oh, we're not prepared for oh, call your this, reps. This now, is where Robbie's smart. This is Robbie, Robbie, baby. This is Robbie. This and it's like, yeah. you don't want to talk <laughs> Let's about yell it. over Robbie. So we <laughs> he's in the pocket right now. He's doing bro. it. Bro, he's in the Hit that half court. Jay, man. Oh, bro. Ooh, go, go. Finger it. roll. Let's, Let's talk about it for Pick 10, 15 landed. minutes. Yeah, maybe you tune in for 15 minutes at the party and then it doesn't become the thing you have to talk about every single day for 18 months. Whereas like now we are forced to talk about a pandemic for 18 months. And it, it, I do feel like that is going to be something like, oh, no, we'll just be having to talk about how it's 110 degrees every day, every day. And that how people are done. I mean, that's living through this, I think, hopefully change people's perspective on. Yeah, there's there's bad shit that could happen. <laughs> I think you'll find, Robbie, that it fully did not. I know, I know. I think if you I look at the vaccination oh, I've been out. rates. <laughs> yeah. I've been out. What would you have left your, your, your bathroom? I'm scared that fucking shit's going to shut down again. Yeah, my, oh, I, I think I can say this on the podcast. My yeah. girlfriend, a vaccinated person, has coronavirus right now. Jesus. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's, I mean, is she, she's okay, right? Yeah, she's fine. I mean, it's, but it's still, pretty mild, but like. I'm I'm in the the this other area because I can't go in her room at all, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or and our room that's no longer. Wow. My room. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I mean, this is how it starts, Raleigh. Next thing you know, that you'll be paying rent and you won't even be living at the apartment. Jeez. Does she even sleeping, have? I'll be sleeping in Robbie's shower. <laughs> yeah. You can. It's beautiful. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. The heavens. <laughs> it's so bright in there. Wow. I mean, yeah. It's. Yeah, I don't think shit has changed. Um, I think people are what they are. And it must suck that, like, fucking all this science stuff is so um, bipartisan. And, like, it's like, oh, I can't believe in climate change when it has nothing to do with politics. Yeah, man, it's fucked up. And that's and that's that's kind of the reason why I'm so, like, 
panicked about trying to get work done. Like I want to, there's so much shit out there that I'm like, oh, if everyone just knew this one thing. Yeah. And so I'm like trying to make it, and I had to make a video about it. And then everyone's like, no, that's wrong. This thing. And I'm like, fuck you, man. Yeah, so you I don't know. It's, it's tough on the internet. Honestly, it's not that bad. And also if, if you're a listener to this podcast and you mm-hmm. are skeptical about climate change, please DM uh, Robbie and then DM me. <laughs> Don't DM me. Get a little sugar, <laughs> then spice. Yeah, D- Sebastian will just be like, I don't well, know, check man. Check out Climate Town. Climate Town on YouTube. Oh, yeah. Climate Town on Instagram. Climate Town. Climate Town. Check. What do you out. think about? What do you think about Greta? Great. She's great, man. Great. Okay. Yeah, and I mean this this person, like, I don't know. She like sacrificed her childhood to make a make a big deal about this, and she just happened to catch a wave, and now she's super popular but she had every chance in the world of just sitting outside of parliament for six years and not and no one ever putting a camera on her you know yeah she sat there for six years well she i mean she's she's been there for like she did it for maybe a year before anyone really gave a shit Uh uh-huh yeah 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 yeah. and like you know this is what people don't know yeah there was no there was no guarantee like she was just like this she she was um smarter than any any climate activist that i know she recognized it at the age of 12 or something Uh was just like what the fuck are we doing and so she just dropped out of school her parents were like do your thing girl we don't care you know like whatever we're we're european we're very open yes um and so she just went and and sat on the steps of parliament with a sign that's interesting because all i hear about her is like this girl she didn't even want school why we listen to you know like people are right are ruthless to this girl she doesn't even know that much about climate change i had no idea she sat outside parliament for a year yeah yeah like with without like people i don't know like it's the same thing when so when sebastian blows up and becomes a huge comedian people are going to be like where the fuck did this guy come from where has he been all our it's like oh man he's been like this guy has been coaching our asses in a basement of the shittiest bar in manhattan for 10 years and like you just learned about him now, so that's I think that's the same thing that's happening with Greta. Uh, so I, you think I am the Greta of comedy. you're the you're absolutely the Greta of comedy. Absolutely, I can't wait. I can't wait to. I can't Sebastian wait. Sebastian Canelli is the Greta Thunberg of comedy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was gonna do a Greta accent, but then I said no. I said no, and that's what's gonna make me the Greta of comedy. That's right. That's Restraint. what's gonna make <laughs> exactly. Wait, yes. so before we go, I want to hear a little bit about this billiard. So you also host uh, billiards yeah. videos sure. on YouTube. So you have yeah. two thriving YouTube channels. That's right. Technically three because I have my own. Oh, so right, like right. one is through this Japanese company Kamui Brand. Check them out. I and crushed, then I crushed the intro with that. Oh yeah, nailed it. <laughs> that's and that's what makes you the Greta Thunberg of comedy, Sebastian. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I was, I, I love pool. I really liked playing it. I, I, my grandma had a pool table in her basement and I loved it. And then a couple of years later, I moved to New York and I was kind of looking for a job. And I emailed this company in Japan to be like, Hey, I, I added videos, which at that point was a lie. I didn't, but I figured if they gave me the job, I could learn real quick. Yeah. Cause it's like, how hard is it? It's like a fucking iMovie, you know? Yeah. 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 Um, and so, uh, uh, they, I emailed this company in Japan, didn't hear back, didn't hear back, didn't hear back. And then a few months later, they like sent me an email and they're like, who are, what are you talking? What the fuck are you talking about? Who are you? And I'm like, oh, I'm just a guy. And, uh, then they sent me a ticket to Japan. 
Oh, and wow. I was like, oh, you this went to is Japan. Yeah, yeah. There, I, I thought like there was a 5% chance that I would just be like kidnapped or something. But, you know, it's a free trip to Japan. Free trip worth the 5% in my That's opinion. That's right. That's right. Yeah. 95% free trip, 5% slavery. But whatever. <laughs> <laughs> or or something. I mean, I you know, <laughs> whatever they did. Yeah, chopped yeah, yeah, up yeah. for organs. I don't know. Organs. I mean, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you probably got good organs eating all that science, you know? Yeah. Man, couldn't even pronounce it right. Soylent. Yeah, what was Soylent. that? <laughs> oh, I man. I never even said We've that word lost out loud. every listener. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Okay, no, yes. Yeah. So, so I went up. They expect me not to say words right. Oh, that's yeah. right. Probably on purpose. Now, did you do that on purpose or yes. did you do that on accident? I did that on purpose. Of course. <laughs> of course. Okay, so, um, yeah, I went out to Japan, met with these people. They're the best. They're the best company I've ever worked for. They were like, we don't give a shit about advertising. We don't want you to make us like commercials. Just do billiards shit mm -hmm. and put it on our YouTube page. Like, just do whatever you want to do and put it on our page. Amazing. It's like, great, great. So I did that. Um, and a couple of uh, the videos that I put up, like, kind of blew up on YouTube. It was like, you know, five years ago. So it's a little easier to do it back then. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so I started doing this, this series and then I branched out to this other series where I travel around to like different places, places in America. And then I went to Germany and like played with this German billiards master. And the premise is that I'm not that good at pool. Like I'm pretty average at pool, uh -huh. but I'll play these people and then they will just fucking ruin me and, yeah. and kind of tell me what I'm doing wrong and try to help <laughs> me out. And then we'll play again and Hopefully I get better. I usually don't, but I can edit it to make it look like I get better. Wow. That's and so incredible. that's the premise of that. And this year I'm playing in the US Open, which is in New Jersey in September. What? Oh wow, you're playing? Yeah, pool. yeah. You're a professional pool player. No, the US, like the important part of the US Open is the last word, which is open oh. <laughs> to anybody who wants to. And so part of the shtick, you know how like, I don't know who the fuck like perpetuates this thing, but everyone is like, oh man, there should be a totally normal person in every Olympic event so we can know like how much better these Olympians are. I've seen that yeah. same joke like a hundred times in different ways. Yeah. And I'm like, who is who is writing this and thinking this is their, I don't get it, whatever. But like, so that's kind of, I'm going to be a fairly amateur pool player in this professional event and just get, you know, ham yammy the whole time. But I'm also going to like, you know film the experience and yeah, like yeah, yeah. get interviews with players it's you know it's gonna be for fun interesting i i i never i'm not this i mean this is incredible because pool is such like a uh you have to it's like you have to be good at like angles and good at like hand-eye coordination right it's like multiple things you have to and like strategy like i once played pool with someone and they were talking about where they're placing the cue ball after they hit the shot Oh, and yeah. that's why I was like, oh, yeah, we're not talking. We're, we're, uh, we're, we're playing different games. You're playing, playing checkers. He's playing yes. chess or she or yeah. she or yes, uh, they might be playing something else. But I mean, I, I can't I can't imagine being that good at that game. It's incredibly hard. Well, I mean, it's probably a lot like that fucking what was that bubble game that you were like a world record holder at at one bubbles. point on the computer bubbles, bubble struggle. 
bubble I, I was 13th in the world i hate the flex but like i i am true i mean robbie just said i'm incredible at games he's uh, incredible at games i, I was I, it was rebubbled is what p- people might know but it was a bubble struggles on e-bombs worlds back in the day and oh i God. was on the leaderboard for a day um and i it was truly incredible but uh, yeah i guess it's just practice right? it's just practice it, it, it absolutely like some people there's like there's like a, a bunch of phenoms who actually the philippines and germany are two yes. countries where just like the fucking best 12 year olds in the world will just take down world champions regularly and be like, well, I, you know, I just played, I was a little boy and I played in my little pool hall or whatever, you know, it's great. I really love yeah. this. Can someone give me a ride home? What like, about, that's the whole thing. Yeah. What about Rogan is, can we drag Rogan for a second? Is he bad at pool? No, that, that dude can ball. Oh, <laughs> but like, but like, is it cool to be good at pool? Kind of no. Interesting. I see, because the idea of what, billiards are in most people's mind in pool is like a dirty pool hole everyone's yeah. gambling everyone's on drugs but like probably the worlds that you're in are much more like nerdy right yeah well it's like i mean it's just adult men on the spectrum undiagnosed asperger's <laughs> who are just so focused on this game yeah. that they have become like superhumans at it you know they're like little tiny calculators walking around just like me it's like they're incredible at pool these dudes are yeah. fucking unbelievable wow um i had a birthday yeah, party so at a billiards hall oh yeah in staten yeah. island in staten island we did bill- God, that's cool we did a pool hall i remember i was fucking decked out i had my fucking i was wearing a fucking echo sweatshirt echo sweatpants a fucking iron man t-shirt and i had fucking echo sneakers on bro i was so cool looking and then we just walked around hitting each other with the cue sticks <laughs> It wasn't like it wasn't like we were good at pool. It was more about like let's dress up and it's the vibe. Yeah. yeah, it was the vibe of it. I I just whatever part of my brain that is also on the spectrum was like when you wear several things that all say Echo, that's very appropriate. You know, they're all like kind of Echo, Echo, Echo. You know, it's like that's kind of cool. I like that. That oh, I don't know. Funny. It's not I a joke, it but it does like something yeah, in my head. It's I, it's, 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 it's joke adjacent. Yeah. Yeah, it's an Echo. Of You're an my Echo, clothes. Echo. Yeah. Is this is this episode gonna work for you? I feel like this whole thing I've just been like talking up the podcast. I hope no, people no, aren't. No, it's good. If this is someone's first episode, it's not a good one to listen to. So if that's you, Stop, if this is the Raleigh, first episode you've you listened to. Dare. Go Raleigh, back. Okay. Go Raleigh, back to a different episode. No, no, no. Raleigh, you want to do it real, bro? Go ahead. Tell me what was the most fucked up thing that you did in high school? The thing that you look back and you go, <laughs> I can't believe it. You want to be in it? You could be in it, Raleigh. Okay. Tell me what was your sad. What was your moment that you're like, I. I can't believe I lived that. Mine, I talked about doing coke off a stripper when I was 15. Okay, this is what it is, Raleigh. That's amazing. Yeah. I, I mean the the worst, like the rudest thing, or the rudest. like okay. <laughs> I do I do remember this because I'm deeply, deeply ashamed of it. Okay. We were doing I was I was the president of the senior class when I was in high school. Flux. And yeah, yeah. At La- shout out to Lakewood High School, Colorado. <laughs> um, and we were doing this like this, it was like a not a beauty pageant, but like it was the the women's like competition pageant, like you know, like talent. <laughs> I don't know what it was, but it wasn't really beauty. It was like oh, for a dance or something. But they still did a swimsuit portion of it, of course, right? No, they did a, a, a dress, a oh. fancy dress. 
and like a costume. It, it was sister, like a little woker than that, but not my sister much. did Miss Staten Island, and she had to wear a swimsuit for it, and it was very uncomfortable because I remember them having a conversation. What type of swimsuit do you wear? Yada yada. It's like shit sucks. Yeah, and it was way more uncomfortable because you stood up and you went, "Woo, hottie!" And that was like <laughs> you can't. And people were like, "That's her brother, dude. That's yeah. fucked up." I hyped up my sister. You were hyping her up so hard. I was screaming. I, I did the Friday move where they fucking lean to the side. Um, I mean, it is, she she came runner up. It's okay. Runner up. That's good. She was incredible. My sister's incredible singer. Incredible singer. Wow. You know, so her talent took. I mean, if it was a talent show, it would be a different story. But like, I don't like these fucking beauty pageants. But uh, mm. so you're hosting a beauty pageant. You yeah. are the Steve Harvey of in the, of the moments. Worse than Steve Harvey, if you can fucking believe it. Yeah, it was like <laughs> it was like two or three other hosts. And me, we're all hosting. And it was, we only all hosted because we were, we're all so fucking full of ourselves. Like we disappeared up our own asses with how much we thought we were funny. And like, we're like, oh yeah, it only needs one host. All four of us will host it just oh. for fuck, just for fun. Yeah. And so like we were steamrolling the, 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 the actual contestants sometimes. And I remember we didn't there was like we have some problem with one of the girls in the competition who was like mean to one of my friends or something and so you're supposed to we were supposed to ask everybody one question to answer during their costume section mm -hmm. and we were like what if we just asked her some really stupid question that that like wasn't on the list of questions that it would make her fuck up yeah and we're like should we do it and then I don't I don't remember who pulled the trigger and actually like you did because you, ha you have to have done it you because it, it was I, I didn't I didn't okay yeah, yeah it, the most it, fucked up it's thing very likely did. me yeah. <laughs> I black I blacked it out story. it was it was as if I was a third person perspective <laughs> okay, of okay, this yes. moment for real and yeah. like like to and and so someone possibly me asked her some like dumb like what's your favorite animal or something and just like some bullshit dumb question that she couldn't really tee off on. Yeah. Because that was wow. the point of it. And so she, got, she just she like flustered. She got What's flustered. Favorite, favorite she animal? like she was. Well, yeah, but because like she had it, she knew exactly what questions were we were supposed to ask. Oh, OK. OK. And they were all part of a theme. And then we fucking turfed her question with some shitty ass question. Uh -huh. She had her answer ready. Started to say her right an her answer. Couldn't say it. Got flustered. You could just see the life drain out of her Oof. and in that moment i was like oh i'm a monster i'm like an actual bad person yeah. and then i feel like it was, if it was like, what's was your it. favorite animal isn't that but it was like I, I, it's, did it's cocaine a... off of a stripper and you're yeah. like somebody right. in my group of four asked a girl what her favorite animal was. but it, on stage in front of like 600 people like it's, okay, it's, it's high it. concept I humiliation it. I I it. and it's yeah. like i think doing stripper or doing coke off a stripper is like Pretty no, fucking cool anyone. for high school. Yeah, yeah if yeah, anyone, yeah. It, it hurts people who thought you weren't cool because they're like, damn, I guess I was wrong. But <laughs> oh no, Sebastian was cool as shit. Sure. Oh no, I wasn't cool. But it like, is, yeah, I guess that was that was the most fucked up thing that I can can remember being involved in. That's not bad at all, Raleigh. Raleigh, you must sleep well at night. I I sleep okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's not bad. I think that's nice. If that's I feel like high school is the height of people projecting their insecurities. So a lot of people are just 
But imagine so being to other on stage in, uh, front, I guess of in front of 500 people. people yeah. And like, imagine being I think if you would have been like, so wait, why were you such a bitch to my friend? That would have been me. That's <laughs> what I like, thought you were going to say. I was gonna say, I thought incredible. you were going to call her out in yeah. front of everybody and have yeah, like a Mean Girls moment. How does it feel to have anal warts but still be a survivor? <laughs> yeah. I mean? like, like, but not so tell any of your partners about it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, yeah, that's not that bad, Rob. Okay, I'm glad to hear that. I, yeah. I've been carrying yeah. that weight around. No, and I'm, I think I'm glad to hear weight that. Off, that I can weight off. Great. You can weight off, baby. Yeah, don't you dare. Don't you dare hold that weight. No, no. I, a story like that, I probably, I would probably look at that as a fond memory. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I, I, I got the host don't. tonight. <laughs> yeah. I, I just, I, I remember it as just being like, I've, I've like really hurt someone here today. I remember that feeling and being like this. I don't want to feel this again. That's a good. It's good to be that embarrassed good. sometimes. It's good to feel embarrassed about your behavior sometimes. Yeah, That's the only I think way so. You learn as a person. I used to host shows too. I I would host the band concert, and one year I was hosting the band concert. I would make little jokes in between and stuff like that. And then it was the same. And I introduced myself, and then I sang "You Raise Me Up" while the bands. <laughs> While the band played behind me, I sang Josh Groban, and the whole band played behind me as I made jokes about how I was about to sing Josh Groban. And then I sang it completely serious and then had to go back into joke mode. Damn, dude. I, I especially school. like that you were like hosting it and you're like, now here's the band, but fuck them because it's you're, I'm back, baby, and I'm the centerpiece of this bit. Yes, I was That's like, cool. I was like, okay, now the band's got another uh, another one coming up. It's gonna be amazing. Uh, this next song, uh, you know, from the popular Josh Groban, and there might be a hot dude in the front that you might recognize. Yeah, and then I just step and forward. It goes and go, a little something like this. When I was down, <laughs> just start singing Josh Groban. Man, that. And, but you could tell from the vibrato of that, just joking around, that you were gonna sing the whole thing. Like you could, you could do that again right now if you had to you know what's sad my mom still brings it up because she doesn't have it on tape because you know how you could pay to get the tapes of like the shows uh-huh she gave me money to get oh, this is sad dude this you is worse to... than my thing yeah, on definitely. accident <laughs> you... <laughs> she gave me money to get the tape and so i bought coke tape. with it yeah with the money that i was supposed to buy my own video of me singing josh groban with the band does somebody have it you need to track if, it down for her birthday. If you're you need out to there go, listening, yeah. and if you have me singing You Raise Me Up in high school behind the bands, please DM me. Please DM me. Not even for me, for my mother. For my You need to do more than this. I'm gonna we're gonna do this. Oh, you're gonna find it? <laughs> you're gonna if, you're gonna and find if we can't it. find this, I think you should dress up like you were in high school <gasps> and recreate it and then put a little VHS filter on it and show it to your mom. I should go back and redo all the moments in high school I fucked up for my family. Yes, That's the show I do. That's I get a high school band, they play a mediocre version of You Raise Me Up, and I sing for them. And, that, and, and you can tell the story, too. That could be a whole show. It's like, hey, I'm Sebastian. I did some bad shit in high school. Yes. And yes. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fix it. Sebastian fixes his past or something. I fixed my past. Yeah. Yes. I, I fucking do. Oh, my God. This is I, a good maybe idea. Maybe you bring on. Yeah, maybe. You, <laughs> since I don't know how much you fucked up. You bring on other people, like celebrities, to, yeah, to, people that people want to see. You hurt, and they. Yes. I was gonna say celebrities, and he does it with them. Like, what did LeBron James do in high school? That was fun. Oh, that's cool. That wrong. It's that. This is a little close yeah. to roast of your teenage self. If it's if it's bringing on other uh, people to get, which is which is also great of a, of a podcast. We love. But it. I, I think it's gotta be video, man. I think we 100%. gotta see like hundred oh, percent video. Sub, yeah. I, anyway, that's I. I would love. 
HBO, pick this up. HBO, I know you're listening. HBO Max stuff. I mean, HBO Max. Max. Yeah, we Max don't know well. if HBO Go does. Okay, right. <laughs> we know that. We know True TV. Where we at? Where we at? Okay, yeah. they, they know what's up. Uh, but um, I think that would be incredible to just be around high school kids and literally redo those bad moments I had. Yeah, and like, and I, get everybody back. Like call them up. Yes. Be like, hey, I want to. I want to repent. Yes. And I need you to, I need, I need to like get this off my chest. So I need to recreate this moment and do it right this time. Yes. Like how, when I told the story, when I fingered the girl for the first time, I, I fingered her for one second. I said, and you said, you did you come? Yeah. And I she remember said, that. yes. Instead, I give it a fucking proper job in the stairwell this time in my this high school. Nice. Okay. <laughs> Maybe HBO Max. I give it the real it, deal. <laughs> Maybe we should be hitting up Pornhub. I mean, please. This, that's the ultimate Only fans. Only fans. That's, I mean, Riley, I'm just doing comedy. Uh, some people transition from comedy to drama. I'm doing comedy to porn, okay? That's <laughs> that's how I want to go. That's my Jim Carrey. That's dude. a good pipeline, man. And it is a very much a pipeline. <laughs> Riley, I'm so happy that you were able to come on the pod. This is so beautiful. Thank you very much. I've been, I, I, I have listened to so many episodes and I'm really happy to, uh, to, to get a chance to like walk on set of my favorite little TV show. This is really oh. nice. Riley, please, please pl plug your stuff because people like Riley does put out some beautiful fucking content. It's funny and it's fucking you learn a lot watching it. So please follow him on Riley. Where what are you at? Yeah. So you can if you want. Uh, I'm on uh, at Raleigh Williams on Instagram, uh, Climate Town on YouTube. And I also have a podcast that it's it's there's only two episodes of it. OK, I don't. I'm not a prolific producer like Robbie and Sebi Chianti are. Yes, we are. <laughs> prolific but producer, Robbie. Prolific. <laughs> ju -ju 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 Robbie Nunes. <laughs> That's how you say it. Sebastian his name? produces the show, too. I how, produce wait. the show. Well, we, what do you want to know? We know who the boss is. How do I really say Robbie's last name? I have no idea. Yeah, that's I've never fine. said that out Nunes loud. is fine. This is why we don't say it because he, Nunes. Never, gives you, he never gives an answer. Yeah, whatever you want. Nunes. No. I don't but, say it then. Well, that's yeah. I, and I, I, out of respect for Robbie, I'll never say your name ever again. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also, yeah, it's, I have an, I have a podcast called sweatpants, a low key yes. climate podcast where I get on, um, uh, climate journalists and climate scientists. The most recent episode is with the fucking director of NASA. Oh, so that oh, dude, wow. that dude rules. That guy is real cool. Um, his name is Dr. Gavin Schmidt. And he was on a turkey farm when we when I talked to him. So there's wow. fucking turkeys in the background, which is a pretty funny um, thing to be in the background. I have a question. Before you go, you heard about the NASA experiment that I would do where I would go outside and count the clouds and contrails in the sky. Yeah, I do. I did hear about that. Do you think that was real, or do you think I was being shook? Uh, uh, a little, a little strung around. Yeah, along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Around. Strung, yeah. strung along. Yeah, I. Yeah. I think that might have been real. And oh. the reason is <laughs> I love cloud, this right now. there's two, there's essentially two um, actions clouds can take when it comes to the temperature of the planet. There's two okay. methods of radiative forcing they do. And these are high clouds and low clouds. And one blocks sunlight, reflects sunlight. So it cools the planet and mm -hmm. one absorbs it and keeps it in. So it's possible that they were having you, um, you know, keep track of you know, local cloud progression in the climate and they balance that off of, I mean, probably they were just fucking with you, but it's possible that because clouds are actually kind of an important, uh, you know, light pollution forcing. Stuff. Yeah. Light, yeah. yeah. They were laying the groundwork for you to understand the importance yeah. of clouds. 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know, everybody. I, I, it's possible that it was like real. It was like NASA, NASA, or somebody from that, or what was the deal? I was in this uh, program called SERP Science Engineering Research Projects, where we would do because I won the science fair for New York City uh, back in the day. Um, what did you do? Never brought this up. <laughs> yeah, I don't, know. I don't need to flex the whole time. My name is Sebastian Canelli. I'm 11 years old, and I'm going to find out how to make the nastiest fart. <laughs> was it fart related? No, it was not. It was based on uh, uh, the uh, weather change and how the. Um, so it was definitely real. The cloud thing. The asphalt <laughs> would, uh, yeah. would contract and uh, and like with uh, how it potholes. Like, yeah, and potholes and what New York City could do to prevent potholes and save a budget for the uh, for like the city did, and stuff like did, that. Were you like a little boy genius, and then you just decided that it was too much of a mantle for you to carry? So you're like, I'm just gonna live live my own life listen to me all i could say is when people drop out of the olympics i understand the pressure that they feel you know what i'm Got saying it. yeah I, I go i because you dropped pressure. out of the olympics right i dropped I, yeah. little, mo- most people don't know most was, people don't <laughs> most people don't know i was supposed to do the shot put in the in the 2001 uh, olympics but i had in the 2001, 2001 olympics, olympics. <laughs> Yeah, but 9-11 canceled that Olympics. 9-11, I mean, I would have been doing the shot put, but then I was too broken for 9-11. Right. I said, for 9-11, I said, I will not throw anything. I right. say everything will remain on the ground. That's right. And of course, this was the Winter Olympics because it had to be after September 11th. Mm-hmm. So the winter <laughs> shot put event of the 2001 Olympics, Sebastian did not participate. I let the terrorists win that year. Okay, yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> Robbie, plug plug some stuff. Come on. Hurry up. All right. We have a show coming up. New York is phenomenal. Yes. August 20th. Please come out. Get your tickets. Um, and then keep listening to a lot about nothing. If you're Please. fans of Raleigh or the climate stuff. I mean, we don't talk about anything of importance usually, but uh, we try to have fun. I was really excited to talk to uh, you about climate stuff because like you Thank actually you. are an expert. So I was very excited about that. Thank you. I yes, appreciate it. And that. it is stressful. Yeah, it, it is stressful. Yeah. But well, also, I think we, he was we, hoping we, you would come on here and be like, don't worry, it's going to be all right. I have it taken care of. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so he was just like pulling at any optimist. <laughs> well, uh, maybe maybe I can come on next year and give you an update or something. Yeah, we'll let us. Know. I would love that. We would love that. We, we need to know that things are getting a little better. I mean, that is if you keep this podcast going with your busy schedule of having Sebastian fixes his past on HBO, you know, Ooh. it's probably going to take up a lot of time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love that. I actually love that idea. Please. Oh, actually, the biggest plug. If you've seen me, if you saw me do Josh Groban back in 2007 at Staten Island Technical High School, please DM me with the copy of that tape for my mother so she could be a happy woman. Thank you, hotties. Please keep rating and review five stars. All right, Robbie, hit the fucking music. <laughs> Oh, <laughs>